Evolution. Let's imagine we travel back in time and meet who we were as individuals or society 10, 20, 100 years ago. Perhaps we would behave with indifference and even contempt. The same would happen with any character that we now admire or respect or fear if we met him during his becoming or did not show us anything that could force us to respect him. Perhaps by instinct we would exploit and abuse. From this point of view, why not reverse the vector and respect everyone by default as projects in progress destined for greater greatness than me? Imagine the wonders as a result if we did that mutually and deliberately with no exceptions that force us to moderate and defend ourselves or move away. Simply listening to the concept is very difficult and even seems impossible. It would imply giving up everything that I am. But that feeling can be overcame if we consider the possibility that nothing we see around and in ourselves is definitive. The way and circumstances in which our vision of what and those around us develops, grows and is shaped, can make that perhaps if we really travel to another time, we could not understand in any way with who we were at that time, we would see to the most sublime people as the most insignificant and unworthy of our attention, much less our respect. However, these forms and information are present in all our behaviors as causes and consequences, and our root attitudes seem to be universal, I have and you don't, I am and you are not, I am necessary and others don't matter, without me they won't be able to do anything, or worse still, without me nothing exists. All expressed in various forms and modern sophistication. All the ruptures in our relationships and all the suffering and problems can be reduced to those kinds of attitudes present in each and every one in various forms and scales. All the power games where I want to be recognized but I don't want to ask for it, I want to have control over others, but if others let me control them consciously, I no longer feel it as control. Etc. manifesting from the highest office in a government or corporation or world body, to any schoolyard. However, this seems to be part of a transformation we are undergoing, a person can always be focused on himself and then the value, power, or knowledge in his head, but in actions, his needs lead him to interact with others in certain types of exchange relationships where the same impulses to receive for himself force him to give in and attend to the needs of others to obtain things in return, on any scale, from someone who cleans the streets to a banker. Also his needs and impulses that he directs towards himself, lead him to reproduce and take care of the needs of his offspring. Even if he still feels it is self-satisfaction. Furthermore, the more a person develops individually, the more the circle that he takes into account in his actions for himself expands. Advertising and propaganda, and even education, in all its variants takes into account in a general way, the natural tendency with which we grow to please and seek approval of figures to follow, and assumes that role in different ways and with different images to make us compete for pleasing and be approved, and that generates the movement that fills bank accounts. While they are thinking only of their pockets, their profit-centered intent has the effect of keeping many millions of people moving. Obviously the role models they promote are an unattainable fantasy and one that will not give anyone lasting satisfaction. It will only make money. The problem with this model is that this dissatisfaction can reach an extreme where the masses begin to follow and seek approval from absolutist and dictatorial figures who belong to the same circle in which most of us grew up. As it happened in Europe in the 1930s. Only this time in a globalized way, with globalized violence our motivations continue to be variations of snatch and our intentions in the majority continue to be I have and you don't and if we have to see it in its most open way and suffer it in the flesh to really reflect on it, most likely we will. We see that continuing to walk without reflecting and discovering what really moves us is not an option. Circumstances will repeat themselves or take more pressing forms until we force ourselves to study ourselves. Massively evolve from I do have and you don't to something potentially with more damaging, more violent manifestations, I am, or I exist, and you don't, in order to move us forward, 
leave this modality behind in mutual relationships and in the existence that we experience. However, the first step seems to be to discover on our own or bound by restrictions, en masse, that we are walking blind. Without control or knowledge of what really moves us. The process can take on many variants. It could continue with an even greater decline in activities in the world, making more and more people doubt its position and its usefulness or value. The fall of role models and the questioning of everyone and K each one does, etc., until this becomes, in a massive way, in each one questioning their I and above all, our very function or existence in relation to others, the breaking of the shell in our perception of ourselves. Leaving behind and renouncing a certain state as a cause, and discovering more consequences. It is impossible for us to renounce nothing, when it is the only thing we know and with which we are fully identified. But facing this state and developing a consciousness above it in favor and prioritizing everything that exists apart from me is perhaps one of the forms that our current qualities will take as we evolve.